0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time for our Monday Expert. Joining me, Brian McIntyre, Program Manager of High Performance Building Technologies at SEAI, who's going to answer all your questions about sustainability and energy. You can uh, WhatsApp us 087 106. Brian, good morning. Morning, Pat. Let's do a quick uh, roundup uh, of the grants that are available. Uh, you don't have to do everything at once.
1: No, absolutely. So our first and longest uh, grant program is the individual energy upgrades where you can, like I said, apply for a wall insulation grant and then go back and go for roof insulation, or for a heating system or heating control, solar PV. So you can do it over time. Because well, uh, you
0: have to throw in a few bob yourself anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you can't afford to go for all the upgrades, you can do it bit by bit. Exactly. OK. How much money could you get in total in grants if you went for everything?
1: It depends. It would be of the order of between fifteen and 20,000, depending on the size of your house. So uh, detached houses tend to be bigger, so they um, come with a higher grant, say, for wall insulation. Um, but you can get wall insulation up to 6,000. Uh, roof insulation then is about 1,300. F- sorry, 1,500. Um, then the solar PV can up to 2,400. So it, it comes to in the, of the order of fifteen to 20,000. Okay,
0: heat pumps, are they grantable? Yep, heat pumps, yeah. There's uh, 6,500 for heat pumps. Okay. Um, a lot of people have existing installations. Uh, they've got water uh, radiators and so on. Um, heat pumps, not ideal for those? No, or, they're absolutely or fine. Like
1: the vast majority of heat pumps, we see retrofit in houses use them off radiators. Um, there is a belief that they can only run efficiently with underfloor heating.
0: That's not true? Um,
1: it's not true. You'd get you still have a really efficient heating system with radiators. It will be a bit more efficient with underfloor heating, but you can definitely get very efficient. Okay, do you system. have to change all your
0: radiators? Not necessarily. Uh some of them are, you know, they need hot water to give you a bit of a bang.
1: Yeah, it depends on if the older houses may not have uh, radiators that can meet the heat output with a heat pump. So you might have to change those. But again, you do it a room by room basis. Some radiators you may have to change, some you might not.
0: Now, uh, there are all sorts of interesting questions uh, coming in. I'm planning to get solar panels installed and have a few quotes. Some said I should get at least a five kilowatt battery for an extra five grand, give or take. Some advised against it as the technology they say is not there yet and the payback for the batteries wouldn't be worth it at the moment. But uh, should I get a hybrid inverter so it's future-proof? Please advise. Battery or no battery?
1: Um, There there was an argument about batteries insofar as... um again when you're generating a lot during the day and you're not using it you can get benefit from that later in the day the question is primarily around payback and whether the over the lifespan of of a battery would actually get your money back Um, and especially now with when you can when you can sell back your excess back to the grid and you get paid for that as well so but it it definitely is great for, for uh generating, making use of the electricity you're generating of your solar panels during the day and using that later on in the day. But the financial argument is where it might not stack up. Whether or not but it, it yeah. pays back. But but over time the battery, like the battery technology might uh, might uh improve in terms of timelines and how much you get back from it. So it would
0: be worth considering looking at a hybrid. So you battery. have to actually uh, weigh the whole thing up. The other point I suppose is if you are someone who's having regular power outages because of storms where you live and so on, yeah the battery might be just the thing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That is a good Could argument I... to make for batteries, all right, that you do have a backup there if you need it. Now, I want to run my house as much as I can on PV power, even when the power goes out in the network. My maximum need would be 12 to 14 kilowatts. Uh, I'm looking for a battery that can uh, run uh, in line with that, 14 kilowatts uh, of the maximum load. In other words, the person wants to keep doing everything in their house yeah. that they were doing when the power goes out.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a more complex uh, setup there because usually when you get a solar installer out, they'll, they'll generate a profile for how much um, PV or electricity you'll generate from your panels um, over the course of the year. Um, so they'll have to look at how much you actually need, uh, how much you use at the minute, and then uh, they'll tell you how much you'd actually need to generate. And then you could base your battery on the size of that between how much you could potentially generate, how much you use, and then you need a battery to cover at those times when you're...
0: Now, when you get a, a grant, is it done through the installer or, you know, do you pay the installer and then the SEAI write you a cheque?
1: Uh, for the individual energy upgrades, that's how it works. Uh, the installer. Which way? The, the sorry, installer gets it? Sorry, yeah, the installer, you, you pay for the money and then the gr- SEI transfer the grant to you after the work has been done. On the one-stop shop where you get it all done in the one go, you you'll never pay more than the net amount of the total cost minus the grants. Um, so you just you instead of getting payback after work has happened, you don't pay more than the net amount. Of okay, the cost so of so whatever you
0: started. pay to the installer when you have the total amount, you subtract the grant, and that is the amount you you pay. Yeah. Um, and other ones, we built a new home with air to water underfloor and MVHR. We're shocked by the electricity bills during the last period over July and August. We had a bill for over seven. Hundred when we were away for 17 days uh, and no underfloor being used I feel we were not being told the whole story about air to water systems
1: I, I I check with the installer to be honest to go back and see if there's an issue with the system that's not being run efficiently if, it, if you're getting a bill that's much more than you expect for a period where you're not, you're not using it so I would I would call the installer just to see if there's an issue with the the running of the heat pump. But there's some issue there that's causing it to run harder than it would be normally.
0: Yeah, because it's just trundling away even though they have no need for heat at this uh, time of year. Myself and my partner live in my father's home. He isn't living there anymore. The house though is still in his name. Is it possible to get SEAI grants? Um, Yeah, once the... the It's to do with the
1: house, is it? Exactly, it's linked to the MPRN, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Do you need a new BER search for each grant if you're upgrading it bit by bit?
1: Um, You typically would um, after work has been done because they need to see the the level of the uplift um, that's generated by installing those upgrades.
0: Uh, and another one I've heard that air, air to water will cost you more in electricity that's a shock no one wants to see that's from Kevin again there seems to be a little malaise about uh, air to water heat pumps um, yeah and, and I kind of get it now with the electricity
1: prices have gone up so much in the last probably 18 months or so I mean look at my own bills have tripled in in cost for the average rate of electricity so that has sort of uh, increase the cost of running them but in, in the longer term the price of electricity is expected to go back down uh, the wholesale price of electricity has gone down so I'd expect the cost of running heat pumps uh, to be much more um, cost effective.
0: Yeah another one says discuss the real amount involved in heat pumps it's not just the pump you should be upgrading the size of the pipework for the radiators and also replacing your radiators from steel to aluminium and then the cost becomes astronomical.
1: Um, i i Again, it depends on the the heat demand for the different rooms. You don't necessarily have to replace all of the the radiators. You don't actually have to replace them necessarily from steel uh, to aluminium because there has been some research in terms of the heating of the water with with steel radiators. So some houses may have to replace pipework. Older houses with gun barrel pipework would probably have to replace theirs. Um, But not necessarily every house has to replace radiators and pipework either.
0: I was told I can't get a grant for insulating my attic because I live in a dormer. You
1: can get a grant for insulating your attic, but it would just it the, the cost of, of insulating the dormer would just be higher, and um, because it's just more tricky and complex to do oh, the dormer. But there is still you can still apply you, for You're actually for living it. in the
0: attic when you're yeah. In the it's dormer. just it's
1: more difficult. There's, it's more complex to get over the living space between living space and the roof.
0: Um, is it true that heat pumps are running almost constantly? I've heard of people having significantly higher electricity bills. Seems to be the, the theme running through yeah. these queries.
1: I, I think th- there's, there's a, some, part, some part of it is that people are getting much higher electricity bills um, now than they would have before because all their heating is done through electricity. Uh, the, the increase in the cost of electricity has probably increased the cost of running a heat pump as well. But you don't need to run a heat pump. It's not necessarily running all the time. Again, like it'll drop it to a setback temperature, which is a couple of degrees lower, Um, so it's not running all the time.
0: Why did the SEAI install an oil boiler boiler as part of the warmer home scheme in my elderly neighbour's home? It's it's a legacy issue with some of the programmes that in that case,
1: it's not always possible to get a house up to the level of of heat loss to improve the fabric enough that it would be allowable for a heat pump or a heat pump would be able to operate efficiently
0: in it. All right. Someone had solar PV installed, applied for the grant after they were fitted, lost out on the grant because they'd already done it. Yeah. No comeback there? Um,
1: no, it's it's there. you have to apply for the grant before you get the work done.
0: All right. Um, can you use underfloor heating if you have heart issues? I heard someone say, well, that that's a bizarre one. Can't use underfloor it's, heating if you've got heart issues. It's
1: not something I've heard of.
0: Um Maybe we'll have to return to that, Brian. All right. Uh, Brian McIntyre, Program Manager of High Performance Building Technologies at SEAI. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.